Ilix and Lotus met with Corvo Smalley for the first time. It's not common that we run into, well, run into people that are as capable and that as, well, that get shit done, like, like you. Impressed by the speed with which they finished their job, Corvo offered them additional work. Because I'm not against doing work for you, I just, I honestly don't know if we'll have the time for it. After declining, they were sent to his assistant, Fantasia Lightman, and she paid them for their work, plus a bonus. Afterwards, Ilix chatted with his acquaintance, Garrett, the train security guard. Almost had a guy break a bottle over my fucking head tonight, though. Like, what started that? Fucking 6th Street and some asshole from some other gang that I've never even heard of. And, you know, they started going at it. I told him to break it up and he swung and, well, he almost, almost made contact. Meanwhile, Lotus made his way to CA and Sons Grocers, his home and workplace. While he was there, he spotted someone tagging the front of the store. Just grab something in my pocket that feels reasonably like a knife and kind of hold it to the side of their neck to, to make it like seem like I'm going to stab them. You know, I, I'm, I'm trying to intimidate this person. In his attempt to intimidate them, Lotus lost consciousness. He touches something, and then everything goes black for you. Your entire body racks with pain, and all of your muscles tense up instantly as electricity just surges through your body, and it goes dark. He awakened in a chair with a bag over his head. They will pull the bag off of your head, and you will see this is Royson Daggers. Why have I heard that you been hooking up with Corvo Smalley? Well, that's a complicated story. Why have I heard that you've hooked up with pretty much every dude this side of the crater? She will stab you in the leg. I'll give you the info that Corvo wanted. That sound fair to you? That's it. You just want those two buildings to be off limits. My understanding you correct. And everyone who works for them. With his freshly wounded leg, Lotus limped out to the street and asked Ivo to hire him a cab. The cab driver charged an exorbitant amount due to the bloody leg. Hello? What the hell did you just do? <laughs> Took a cab? Why, how much they try and charge you? To fucking where? Earth? Laughing hurts. Regrouping at the garage, the party came to the conclusion that the reason the Trafalgars knew about Lotus' connection with Corvo and the 6th Street gang must have been because of all the live streaming Ilix had been doing. Because you were definitely streaming at New You. You were uh, definitely streaming, um, you know, inside of the garage multiple times. Like, you have been streaming where Lotus has been seen multiple times. Finally, they split the credits from their payday and began mentally preparing themselves for bridge night with Gage to pay him back the portion of money they owe for the car Ivo wrecked. Time to Die Podcast Network presents Eclipse, Crater of Corruption. 
Chapter 6, Bridge Night. We're going to open at you guys meeting back at the garage in time to um, either drive, call a cab, or take the train over to where Gages told you guys to meet him for bridge night. All right. Well, anybody else, like, kind of hella nervous about this? I need to go over my lines again. We're going to tell him that I've got an investor, a sugar daddy. Yeah, tell him you got a sugar daddy and wink at him. <laughs> you, you can be like, hey, you know, I'm always open for more, you know, and, and maybe, you know, something can happen. And you don't think that he's going to think we're paying off credit with more credit? I don't think he's going to care about that, to be honest. I think he wants to get his money. At this point, I'm just kind of rolling with anything. I mean, I'm not the one got stabbed in the leg, and so if this is what you guys want to do, I guess this is on you. I mean, I don't even know if he's going to, you know, care where we got it, so long as he knows we're getting money, you know? Like, I think it'll be fine. Hopefully it's fine. I mean, maybe we're getting worked up over... Maybe it's just all in our heads, you know, the the severity of this. Maybe he just wants to play bridge. And that's what you both said before Lotus got stabbed. What? Me getting stabbed had nothing to do with fucking anything, dude. What the fuck? That's not what you told me. You told me that she gave you that wound because you went and saw Corvo. No. I heard that you got stabbed because you saw Corvo. Nope. I could have sworn you said that. I mean, I got stabbed because we saw Corvo, but not by Corvo's gang. It was the fucking troughs, man. That's exactly what I'm saying. Everything seemed cool, and then out of left field, turned out it was not cool. Yeah, but they fucking hate me anyway. Like, this is not the first time I've been stabbed by them. This is the worst. But, like, shit, dude. The troughs and I fuck with each other every other week. I just don't see what fucking around with big mobsters is going to get us other than trouble. But, like I said, you guys took the risks. You guys are willing to take more risks. I don't give a fuck. I'll roll with it. Till I get stabbed in the leg. Yeah, have you ever been stabbed? I have not been stabbed. Well, neither have I. And we've all equally done enough business with gangsters now. And only one of us has gotten stabbed, and he said that he's gotten stabbed before, even before we were doing it. So, I don't think we got anything to worry about. Alright, so there's less than 33% chance we're gonna get stabbed. That's comforting, thanks. Well, it's not any greater or lesser than if we hadn't have done anything. In fact, I bet your odds would have been a hell of a lot greater if we hadn't have bailed your ass out. You know what even makes matters worse is I had my pops teach me bridge before I came here, and he, he's a little senile, so uh, I can't guarantee that I'm going to play by the rules, and I hope that what you said was true about the first-timer's got some luck behind him because I'm going to need it. I hope so, too, because I've never played before in my life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for the amount of bridges that I've tagged, I can't say I've ever uh, dealt with the card game. That was a good joke, Lotus. Thank you. That was solid. Oh, that was a joke? Good lord. Sorry, I'm a little off my game due to um blood loss. God, they reduce the pressure in here? I start looking up towards the top of the dome. 
<laughs> I don't know how you guys were planning on getting there, but I don't really feel like paying for a cab tonight because reasons. <laughs> yeah, that that last one was a doozy. Yeah, let's just take the train. I'm good with that. As long as I don't have to walk. Well, you have to walk to the train station, which is a pretty uh, decent little hike. And because it's an elevated train station, you also have to go up a bunch of flights of stairs, which the entire time is just absolute agony for you, Lotus, as you're making your way up to the platform to wait for the train. And uh, I'm definitely, yeah, I'm definitely using Illix as a crutch right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Our city needs those rent-a-scooters. Dude, those things haven't existed in like a hundred years. Yeah, they that was a good joke there, I hope. They need to bring that shit back. No, it was so stupid. Like, everybody would rent them, like, drive them to the nearest bridge and just throw them in the channel. They went and dredged the rivers. <laughs> There'd just be tons of scooters down there. All right, they restocked their supply, put them back in the streets. Let us throw them again. <laughs> The train starts to speed through the different uh, boroughs of Kepler, and eventually um, you stop in Holcomb um, near the center of uh, the borough itself, and you get out and you walk for, well, in Lotus's case, you hobble for six, seven blocks, and eventually you make your way to um, a Veterans Affairs building. You would assume that these are veterans of the... uh, Earth Lunar Wars. Um, you, these buildings are often for rent, and uh, people use them as gathering halls and things like that. But also, you know, from time to time, there will be brat fries and things of that nature as well. And when you walk in, you notice that there are very few lights on. There's just a couple on this main table, and you see that Gage is sitting at the table, and there is also um, three other men. Uh, one of them is in, like, a very fashionable suit, um, and it's like like the pinstripes on this suit are moving. Like, they keep going down um, and just imperceptibly to the left, unless you stare at it for just long enough. And he's got slick black hair um, and, like, these golden dermal implants under each eye. And they're... The, one next to him is wearing more of like an old-fashioned but very classic suit um his hair is sort of uh just parted to one side and uh just brown and he seems kind of almost unassuming and uh like a a a familiar face but uh not one you recognize but the third one you do recognize um it would be Jans Guten um, he's wearing, like, a Toro swag head to toe. Like, you see the middle part with the two ridges of gelled hair um, down the center. Um, like, just the blonde locks sort of spiked up on either side. And he uh, also has these, like, two um, silver cyber arms as well. And he's holding a few cards. And everybody kind of immediately perks up as you... Uh, walk in and Gage says uh, boys uh, come and sit down why don't you as soon as I see Jans Guten my mouth drops and I've got that look of like uh, that post Malone meme where he's getting flashed and I just keep on looking over at Jans and then looking back at uh, at Ivo <laughs> come on don't, don't be shy come and sit down 
We gotta deal you in. Ah, uh, sure thing, Gage. How's it been? You know, uh, same old, same old. So I gotta introduce you to my friends. Uh, we got Nico Powers, and he'll uh, point to the guy with the slick black hair. We got Raiden Co. And that would be the one in the uh, classic suit. And obviously, I'm sure you know my last friend, the winner of the Galactic Frontiers 1000, Mr. Jan's fucking Guten. I start like golf clapping. <laughs> nice to nice to meet you, fellas. And I shake both of their hands. Nico uh, kind of just like limps his wrist into your uh, into your hand and you know just gives you a very nonchalant shake but but Brayden shakes your hand heartily and he'll nod at you and then sit back down um, afterwards like like Nico does not get up to shake your hand but Brayden makes sure to do so oh okay are there drinks on the table yeah there's um there would be a couple of different bottles, I think, and, um, you know, some cups to, or glasses that you could just grab at your leisure, it would seem. The way that an introvert plays with a dog at a party instead of socializing with people is the way I'm drinking this drink. <laughs> no, please, please, drink up, drink up, drink up. So, here's the thing. You, you, you're familiar with how to play bridge or no? It's probably safe to say no. Perfect. Well, take your money then, huh? Well, I mean, I'm already going to take your money, but that's beside the point. (laughs) So, uh... I've only watched a few CLC videos, so, um, yeah, I'm I'm a bit new to it, too. Gotcha. Well, uh, so, Jans, Jans, have you ever raced against, uh, my good friend Ivo here? Like, Ivo is, uh, he's the mighty burger car. He is... One hell of a racer, if uh, you ask me. And Jans will uh, look at you, Ivo, and he'll say, I am not familiar with you. Uh, what were you at the Mighty Burger car? You were not at the 1000, were you? Mm, I am familiar with you, however. Uh, you're one of the best. So, I hope that uh, you're not as good at bridge as you are at racing. Oh, you flatter me. And uh, they will start dealing cards. You know, uh, Gage, when you first invited me to play bridge, (laughs) I mean, this shows my ignorance, but I thought it was like competitive model bridge building. And so the first like 20 videos I watched was was just that people building bridges on tables, like trying to connect two tables across the room and then having to roll a steel ball across them. See, what you should have came for is competitive Jenga night, then. We come up with all crazy designs, you gotta pull a block, it's a good time. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Well, uh, there's a credit amount attached to each block. You slide it over to somebody, they gotta pay into the pot. It's a whole thing, it's a good time. What? I never even thought of monetizing Jenga. <laughs> you mean you never gamble on your Jenga games? No, I don't think I've played since I was like four years old. Elix, you are missing out, my friend. There are so many things. So many... So first of all, I'm going to go ahead and assume that you've never taken actual money and played Monopoly with it either. No. (laughs) 
I, I mean, honestly, I've almost never even taken actual money. <laughs> Believe it or not. You guys ever play Zero Grav Jenga? No, how you play that? Nobody ever loses. You just take pieces out till the tower's gone. It's kind of fun. <laughs> that seems like a terrible game to gamble on. <laughs> Are we, um, I assume he teaches us how to play and then is he comfortable with table talk as we play? Yeah, I think that uh, I think that you guys are just kind of bullshitting as time goes on, and uh, you notice that Jans and Nico talk a lot, and obviously Gage talks most of all. But uh, Brayden doesn't say much of anything other than you know if he responds to a direct question. But other than that, like uh, not much. Brayden was the real polite one, wasn't he? That actually got up Correct. and shook my hand. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Hey, you don't talk much, do you? No, uh, not too much. Yeah, I can respect that. I can't help myself. I literally cannot shut up, ever. Yeah, that's the thing about this guy. He just keeps going and going and eventually finds himself in a bit of trouble. Yeah, and speaking of that, I made sure to wear my zippered pocket pants today so I didn't bring my phone out at all and accidentally do something really stupid. So, uh, there's that. I appreciate you, Willix. You're a good boy. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I do the little heart thing with the hands and thumbs. Hey, love you too, Bubbla. Is it possible for us to secretly text each other in this moment, even though we forgot his phone, or is that not a thing? No, everything is done through AR. Like, you can just think things, and they happen um, on your AR screen as you're doing them. So yeah, absolutely, you can be communicating to each other. You would assume that Gage is probably communicating to somebody just to, you know, keep things safe and whatnot for himself. Okay, I'm gonna open up a group chat with Ilix and Lotus and say, how are we gonna talk about Racer X in front of Guten? Why would we need to talk about Racer X? Because he knows that he gave the car to Racer X, so... He knows what we're talking about, that Racer X broke his car, a.k.a. me. The first rule of Racer X is don't talk about Racer X. <laughs> okay, but what if this guy brings it up? We gotta feign ignorance? We'll just have to act like we know him, and that he's not actually here. I mean, sure, Gage knows, but like, and I'm sure this is probably why Jans is here, to put you in the hot seat. So let's just try to get through this. Honestly, though, like, Jans won because you were Racer X and you, you know, crashed the shit out of, uh, out of Shelly's car, right? So, like, why would he have anything against Racer X? I would have come in first, so that's kind of threatening. Yeah, but you, you didn't. You took out the person in first. So as you are talking about that, um, you hear Gage in the actual world say... You know, I'll tell you, if not for that Racer X fellow, I would not have won a substantial amount of credits on Mr. Guten here. Oh. That was a real Guten call, Gage. <laughs> That's <laughs> awful, <laughs> yeah. Lotus, and if you could please never make a joke like that at my table again. And I'm not even joking here. No, Do I'm not ever <laughs> make a joke like that at my table again. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a little uh, low on blood right now. My text to Lotus currently says, what the duck? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Jans has heard that a million times. 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry about that, uh, Mr. Guten. That, was... <clears throat> that was a hell of a race you had there. Congratulations, by the way. Sir, no congratulations necessary. When you are prepared for a race properly, you will always end up where you are supposed to be. Hey, uh, Gage, uh, do we talk business at the table? Is that not really a thing? We're gonna deal with some things after bridge is over and some friends leave, but maybe somebody stays and then we'll talk about some things. But for now, this is a bridge only table. Is that all right with you, Ivo? That's perfectly fine with me. I'll take another drink. When I was young, like I mentioned earlier, being four and playing Jenga the last time, uh, I was still living on Earth then. I actually got to drive across the, the Brooklyn Bridge one time. I mean, I wasn't driving, obviously, but uh, yeah, my, my parents drove across there. I still remember it. I am also from the uh, planet Earth. I moved here maybe a decade or two back. Yeah, it's been most of my life here, and um, I, I kind of miss it. It's it's kind of tough up here. There are many problems back on Earth, so count yourself lucky. There are things here we do not have to deal with that they must deal with here. Hey, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not going to get any fucking deeper with this bull- Hey, this is a fucking good bridge game. We're not gonna get all drunk and fucking depressed. That's not gonna be what happens here tonight. You understand me? Hey, Jans, look at me. All right, sorry, man, sorry. My bad, we're cool, we're cool. I'm just, you know, trying to keep things bright and bubbly, you know? We just, uh, just trying to keep it moving. I got a bubbly question for you. Mr. Gage, what is the most amount of credits you've won in a bet? Man, that's a that's a real good question. It was something stupid, right? You bet on something stupid and you want a fuckload of credits. Well, I mean, I did just get a cool couple mil off of Mr. Guten here winning, so that's a pretty impressive feat. Couple mil. <laughs> I think my face goes a little bit pale. <laughs> Something wrong, uh, Mr. Osgood. Yeah, that's a steep bet, and I'm glad it paid off for you. Scared money does not make money, Mr. Osgood. And, uh, I mean, the odds were on Shelly to win that, right? So. They were? Uh, so, I mean, I mean, like, that helps. You don't have to put as much if you're not betting on the favorite, but, yeah. When you know that. A cannonball has the fastest car in the race. Sometimes, things just work out for themselves. It was close, though. I mean, you got—you had to have been sweating there for a, a little bit, at least. Ivo, if you could have seen the things I was throwing. Multiple viewing screens just shattered. Just fucking to annihilation. <laughs> Hopefully not two million credits worth of viewing screens, am I right? Oh, nowhere near, my friend. Nowhere near. You see a future for that, uh, Racer X guy? That Racer X guy. He is... He's a talent. Really? He's unrefined. Yeah. But if someone should figure out how to perhaps 
refine that into a diamond. Well, Mr. Guten here will be taking second for a substantial amount of time. And uh, Jans will kind of object for a second and everybody will uh, laugh as none of them seem keen on upsetting <laughs> Gage. <laughs> I don't know. You know, the way he took that turn, so sure of himself, so fucking smug. I don't know if he can refine that sort of self-confidence to the point of delusion, you know, to where he's willing to take that risk right at the tail end of the race and throw it all away. I just, I think that you need someone sure and steady like um, Ann Guten here. But, I'm engaged, you seem to know the best. You're the one with the putting the money on the table. I'm just running my mouth. Brayden and Jans, if you could, please, um, we're going to be conducting some business, and I thank you very much for your company, but I do believe that it is time that you two make your exits. And they'll both kind of, like, look at each other, and Brayden will go over and uh, very politely uh, shake everybody's hand and uh, say, it was nice to meet you. It was nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. And, you know, and make his exit. And Jans will kind of, like, stare down Gage incredulously for a little while, but eventually he'll back down and he'll also exit. So, do you have any money for me? We've, yeah, we've got a bit. Yeah, we came through, but uh, I like what you said in there. Um, oh man, Racer X got to work with that guy, Mr. Guten. And so I want to stay on, you know, working terms with him. But honestly, I like what you said about Racer X. And I see a bright future for him too. And that's where the money comes in. Because I think we've got a way that we can pay you back. Here's the thing. I already have a bit of an idea of how you're going to pay me back. First, you're going to help my friend Mr. Powers here. Second, you are going to give me whatever money it is that you have collected. Third, we will meet for an extreme Jenga game in the future where you fucks will be actually versed in how to play a fucking game. What does, uh, your man Mr. Powers do exactly? I'm going to go ahead and take my exit, just in case. You know, plausible deniability. Oh. My friends, please go ahead and uh, transfer your funds to my account whenever it is at your leisure I bid you all adieu and uh, he'll walk over and he'll kind of muss your hair up Elix and then he will take his leave alright um, yeah like as uh, he's going out like before he makes it all the way out um, I'm going to try to nonchalantly um, wire him some of like my personal credits that I had gotten from the split or whatever, to where I only leave myself about, like, uh, maybe 5,000. Okay. And the rest will go to Gage. I'll do the same. 
All right. So you're left sitting there with uh, Mr. Powers, and uh, he'll stay quiet for a rather significant amount of time, and he'll say, uh, So, I am told you are rather good at solving things. Am I correct? Depends on the thing, I suppose, but we can do anything in a pinch. Well, I have an issue that I need resolved. And all it requires from you is an extreme amount of discretion. Okay? <laughs> discretion is my middle name. Elix, Gage told me to tell you that this is very serious, and you must take it as such. Yes, of course. Sorry. It's Theodore, actually. What I need you to do is investigate a former executive and find out exactly what he was looking for, but you cannot, under any circumstances, kill him. I will email you with the name and photograph and a few known associates. All I need for you to find out is what was stolen from us. Us being... That is on a need-to-know basis. And you don't need to know. So, wait, what if he confesses to something he stole from somebody who wasn't you guys? And I we... don't want you to confront him. I want you to use subterfuge. Subterfuge. Okay, well... My brain hurts trying to wrap my head around how we're supposed to find out something and we don't even know the big other part of the equation of what we're looking for. Can you tell us what might have been stolen? Prototype information. Should you open it and look, it would be unlike anything you've seen before. So he's involved with tech. That's good. We have a tech guy. He has a dead man switch. Oh. And I am telling you, you mustn't confront him or harm him. If the dead man switch flips, you lose the information. Worse. Like I said, he is an ex-executive. What you must understand is that this man knows things about us. Knew you? Us? <laughs> Can I roll something to see if he gave anything away? Uh, why don't you go ahead and roll Edge? And that's uh, 2d6s? Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Edge is plus one, so only a nine. Okay. So, you think that he's probably a new you employee? Yeah, you, you would think so. Oh, okay. How high are the stakes in this? If we meddle with this guy, ooh, what are we sticking our necks into here? We're just looking for a little bit of clarity. You said he was an ex-exec, which means he probably still, somehow, has a lot of power because people that get into executive positions know how to get power. Or they just sell everything out to get there. You're going to get an email 
with a name and known associates. Like I said, do with that what you will. Mr. Gage did not really give us a lot of specifics. When we help you, uh, what do we get in return? What's coming out of this? You're not getting anything. I mean, does some of our debt go away? Does That's what, between what, you and Mr. Gage. Because, I mean, no disrespect, but that's going to weigh into how seriously we take this is what comes out of it. Not well, how we about have... I go ahead and I'll send him a message and let him know that you're not very interested, and I'm sure that will go over swimmingly. After he said that, I stepped on Ivo's foot and, like, my eyes get really <laughs> big at him. <laughs> okay, that's convincing. I guess if you're serious, we're serious. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Have a good rest of your evening, gentlemen. And he will take his leave, and a few moments later, you will all get a message that will have some files enclosed. As he's walking out, there's a, a message that pops up in our triple three-way group chat that says, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and you will see a picture of Han Sirka. Do we know him? It means nothing to me. I know him. I think I'm the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of shake my head and... Uh, yeah, that's about what I was figuring. Oh, is that... <laughs> oh, it's his dad. We're in the room alone now, right? Yes, you are. Hans Sirka. Wait, uh, okay. I, I put all this together. Uh, let's go somewhere else that's not here and let's uh let's discuss this and uh this this may be easier than i think that they bargained for and i've got a huge smile on my face and i'm like tapping my feet and tapping my hands and all that lotus is just rubbing his like uh his temples and he's like jesus christ dude i need a fucking drink Um, Lotus, the next uh, picture that you would see um, would be of Anderson Circa, but since many images of Anderson Circa have been scrubbed from the CLC, it is a photograph from when Anderson was about 12 years old. Do we all see this photo? Yeah, you would all be able to scroll through all of the information that you've been sent. Does Anderson look like Lotus? Oh, yeah. Okay. What about Anderson? That uh, he was Circa's child and that um, he has a known history of breaking and entering and um, things of that nature. Yeah, come on. Let's let's get going like now. Let's, you know, back to the train. Let's let's go. You want to piggyback? <laughs> you guys make your way back to the train. You know, I was starting to feel kind of comfortable there for a while and thinking that maybe you guys were right, and now I've changed my mind. What? Get comfortable now, man. Just, uh, and I spread out across the seat. I've got my arms on the seat backs and stuff. We're in a good position here, guys. Real good position. You are. I'm in the middle seat. (laughs) What's a middle seat between friends? And I I put my hand on his knee. (laughs) I do not play the state game. So, he's looking for that stuff that we got for your dad, right? Mm, sure seems like it. 
Sketch has all that, remember? Oh, Sketch has all of that, yeah. We literally just go and get it and then bring it to him. We, we, like, your dad would never know. Who's dead? We don't know how much is missing from them, though. Missing from what? We know exactly what's missing because it was the stuff we fucking took. Uh, sorry, let me rephrase. We know how much is missing. We don't know how much they know is missing. We took what? From, from New You. When we were there, like, we had to get the uniforms. That was your thing and stuff. But then, like, you know, me and him, we did the more stuff inside the building and got some special info and stuff. Now, I'm, like, now I'm starting to look across the train to see if anybody's, like, close or, like, listening in or anything. We were supposed to get uniforms. Then we had to go get HIV for my dad. Yeah. HIV. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah, he's really big into that kind of stuff, I guess. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. What does that mean? It's a weird monkey project that they're working on. <laughs> Basically, yeah. You're telling me the guy in this project that we just got sent we got to rat out one of our previous clients whom you also happen to be related to? We don't have to rat him out. We just got to get the information back, right? Or what is it? Is that what they need? Yeah, but here's the thing. They're probably going to want to kill your dad after they know. Eh, they'll have to get in line. I've been wanting to kill my dad for like 19 years now. You're one of the associates that they have close to your dad. I don't think they know it's you because they listed you as... What was your name back then? Alexander? Yeah, it's fine. No, it's it's fine. <laughs> that kid was you? That kid was you? I can't believe it took you this long to put two and two together, but yes. I thought he looked fucking familiar. But it's weird that they would send that to you or whatever and not mention it, so they might not know it's you. They might not make this connection between uh, Lotus and... Um, you used to be so cute and innocent looking. Oh, he's still cute. And I reach over and start, like, um, grabbing his cheeks. I squeeze him back. I'm like, look at this face. Hey, you know how both of you said that, you know, you had never been stabbed before? Well, we can change that. <laughs> like. Oh, man. Yo, okay, 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 hold on. Are we certain there's no way they could have recognized him at that table? I mean, they kind of probably could, but... You don't think their AR had some sort of facial recognition built I mean, in? For they, you know, these guys gotta know a lot of people. There's gotta be some digital assistance there. So as you guys are talking, you hear um, over one of the hollow screens that is on this train the sound of breaking news, and you hear um, this uh, Asian woman gets on the screen and she says, Breaking! Emerald District is under siege as the new UHQ has been robbed. As many as 25 are estimated dead as six street gangers dressed as security entered the building and opened fire. And it will go to, like, some live footage and uh, there are various things burning and you can see, like, tracer rounds um, in the darkness as, you know, gunfire is being exchanged between Bordsec and what you would assume are probably six street gangers. That's not us, right? That's that's nothing to do with us. No, obviously not. That's Sixth Street. We don't deal with them. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not too worried about his AR recognizing me. I mean, it was maybe about somewhere in between 10 and 15 years. I don't remember when we got that picture. I mean, my mom was still alive, so it was quite a while ago, but plus it, I've gone through a couple augmentations since then, and I, I tap my, uh, my iCybertronics. How good is your current um, public identification stuff? Like, you know, we that might be another thing we can go to sketch for while we're there. Like, he could probably punch you up a, a new one that makes Lotus and some last name you come up with a further stage of separation from your former self, you know? That's probably good. Probably a good idea. I mean, I don't use my ID much. I don't go a whole lot of places, you know? But, yeah, that's, that's definitely something we should do. This is what's really fucking with me right now. You were 12 in that picture, and now you're guilty by association, and we're worried about if they recognize you. Like, we're just dipping our toes in the water here. But who knows, 40 years down the road, if this shit's gonna come back to haunt us. In some way or form of another, like, fuck, dude. I'm regretting this whole going into that thing more and more the deeper we get. Come on, Ivo. In 40 years, we're gonna be at a different solar system. We're not gonna stay on the moon any longer than we have to. I know I'm not. Mobsters are always gonna reach out as far as civilization goes. We're not gonna be able to leave this shit behind. They only go as far as it makes sense to, like, you know, because as soon as it's more expensive to go to the next horizon, to, to solve something from a long time ago that, like, really meant nothing, like, in the, in the money scheme of what they're doing, like, yeah, no way. I don't think that Lotus's pa would have foreseen that in 30, 40 years, they'd be potentially coming after his son over shit he did. Well, it's because he did the thing a week ago. Trust me, my dad is many things, but stupid is not one of them. I'm certain he knew as soon as, you know, we got something out, he was going to have to be careful. So how are we going to do this? I mean, I'd say we just go to sketch. Yeah, go to sketch, change my ID quick. He's smarter than any of us. Probably all of us put together. Definitely smarter than Ivo. Getting deeper into this is not the way I want to go. But at the same time, maybe we got to get deeper in order to get out of it faster. If that's the case, instead of concealing who you are, maybe it's to our advantage to reveal who you are so they know they have an inside man. And if we deliver the goods, they'll know that you're trustworthy. Guaranteed we do that, they take me hostage. Why would they if they can harness that, you know? How is taking his son hostage not going to be harnessing an opportunity to them? Like, they don't realize my dad doesn't give a shit. Maybe you could convince them of that. The fact that you would pull this over on your dad demonstrates that you guys don't give a shit about each other. You would show your loyalty, and they would then use this beautiful opportunity. What if we get back in touch with them and kind of let them know where we're at with what we're doing? Only we're just a couple of steps ahead of them and we mention, hey, our friend here looks a whole lot like that kid. And so we might be able to make him up to look exactly like him. And then he could go in and get the information from the old man 
that we need. As long as whatever we do doesn't reveal that we were the ones that stole it in the first place. Yeah, of course, of course. But, like, I think that's a pretty good idea. It's, like, half-based off of your plan. It gives us room to kind of clear the air with some things. And also, it, it, like, further distances us from your actual identity. Maybe we could get Sketch to rig up some shit where it gives you a very close approximation of a facial identification close enough to pass but also maybe further enough away to question it that you could be that 12-year-old kid? Yeah, like a pre-run program thing. I'm thinking that the two of you are pretty keen on um, me taking a whole fuck ton of risk here. Look, you are the one that got stabbed in the leg. I understand if you don't want to do it, and I'm not going to try and force this upon you. However, if you do and we get out of debt faster, I think you should get a larger portion of the cut. The train stops and you guys are in Carlos Hills. Hey, want to go around another time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll all go back to the garage. As they're leaving the train station, I'm going to say, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to catch the next one home. You guys think about what we said and I guess we'll reconvene? I guess so. I mean, if you're going home, I'm not going back to the garage, though. Well, what are you going to do with him? I wanted to go to the bar first, like... Yeah, shit, I'll just drop him off at the bar and then I'll fucking get back on the train and go to bed. Well, I don't care what you guys do. I just had a long day and I worked all night and I barely, you know, I kind of took a nap, but it wasn't great, so I am fucking beat. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you've had a real rough day here, I know. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that uh, you can go ahead and drop off um, Lotus at one bar and make your way back to the train where you will get in your sleep pod then. Um, do you want to do any recording or anything like that? Any live streaming or whatever before you go to bed? No, I'll say that like after like what was going on tonight, like since my uh, phone was zipped up in my pocket, I never even thought of it. The one thing that you will notice, though, um, when you're on the platform waiting for uh, for the train to arrive, Garrett is not there. Oh, okay. Um, is there another guard around? There is not. Huh. Um, are there any sort of um, platform regulars down here? No, it would, uh, it would appear that the platform is pretty bare at this point. God damn. Why don't you go ahead and roll me, uh, go ahead and roll mind. Mind. Oh, I'm good at that. All right. Let's see if this pays off. Yeah, that's, uh, eight plus two. Okay. You don't think you're alone on this platform, even though your eyes tell you that you are. This is, uh... This is weird. Um, I, I start um, cycling through on my AR, like the different um, sort of uh, visual settings and stuff. So I go through like uh, like different spectrum and like infrared and, and uh, night vision, all that kind of stuff to see if anything pops up, like footprints on the ground or anything like that. So far, you don't uh, you don't see anything. I would think that uh, because you're not incredibly wealthy, I think you probably only have night vision and uh, regular. Oh, okay. Um, anybody there? Hello? 
the train will come to a loud screeching stop and the doors will open. Uh, you know, on second thought, I think I might want to go to the bar. Um, I don't know why I'm talking to myself. <laughs> Twiddly D. And. And Ivo, you have arrived back at the mega building where your apartment is, and you're making your way down the uh, hallway and, you know, again, getting assaulted by these advertisements, you know, calling out your name, trying to get you to buy various candies and, and ramen noodles and things like that from their vending machines. And as you get up to your door, um, you notice that Hannah is also opening her door at about the same time that you are coming down this hallway and she'll turn and notice you and she'll kind of wave and she'll wait at her door. Oh, hey. Hey. What's going on? Oh, you know, just a long shift. Hey, uh, I got something for you here. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give her uh, a thousand credits. She's going to look at you wide-eyed for a second and say, where did you get a thousand credits? Just been out working. I hope that you're not doing what we were talking about you may be doing. Because Corvo Smalley is... No, I, I, I got a delivery job. It's, uh, I've just been driving around doing some shit for uh, New You. and. Oh, okay. It's not race cars, but it's still driving. It's a job I can deal with. No, I... Hey, um, thanks, and... I'm proud of you for taking the high road. Um, here's the thing. I, I was talking to my pa last night. Is it still on the table that you might be open to, to kind of watch over him from time to time? I, I don't want to, like, you know, impose or anything. I, I'd be willing to pay you for it. I hey, can just call uh, it a you, job. Ivo, Ivo, I don't have to pick up hours for six months at least now. This is... Uh, yes, and anything that you need help with. Uh, I, yes, I don't. I, I appreciate it. I, I'd like I said, I'd be willing to pay you. It's just that if anything happened to me, hypothetically speaking, you know, driving around all the time, the odds are pretty good that you know you might you might get in a wreck or something. It's just, Ivo, I'm going to choose to ignore these very suspicious things that you're doing because I would like to think that you are taking the high road and I'm going to go to bed and she'll kind of like tap the side of your face and uh, open up her apartment door and walk inside I'm going to walk up to one of the screens in the hallway and just kind of lean my head up against one of the advertisements calling my name and close my eyes for a bit before I go back into my apartment as you close your eyes, you hear loud in your head. Ivo Oscar, please take a second to learn about the Econolux Energy Bar, 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 bar. I smash the screen. And you kind of hear it like uh, glitching out as it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I'll nurse my hand as I walk back to my apartment. 
Uh, when you go inside, uh, you notice that your father is already sleeping and that all of the lights are off and you can kind of hear some soft, older music playing in the background. Um, you know this as what your father normally turns on before he goes to bed. Uh, okay, I will pull the blankets up over him and call it a night. I think I'm going to lay down and I'm going to turn on my whatever the equivalent of CLC YouTube is, I guess. And I'm going to watch some informational videos about Mara. Oh, yeah, you have no problem finding uh, CLCers that are just, just have these absolute baddie conspiracy theories about all of the different things that they, uh, you know, think and all of the places that they've spotted followers, followers of Mara and, and hey, you know, if, if you look at this position and that position and this position and you draw lines in between them, they create a star. And so I'm, you know what I mean? Just like ridiculousness, but also you find this very intriguing man. His, he's got, uh, this rather large uh, septum piercing and he's um, got these long dreadlocks, um, these very bold tattoos um, on his face, like in this sort of like uh, geometric patterns. His CLC channel is Mara Follower to God. Okay, so... um, as you, um, Ilix, you start, like, speeding up because, like, the streets are just way emptier than you think they should be, and you're just, like, quickening your pace. I'm straight up running. Okay, you're running on your way to one bar, and all of a sudden you turn the corner and you're hit with this surge of electricity and you like try and look around and see what's happening and then this bag is put over your head and you are punched a couple times in the stomach and then everything goes black. If you're enjoying Eclipse, Crater of Corruption, we would be honored if you would share it with others. Tell a friend. Post about us on Reddit, Twitter, or any other social media platforms. Check out our other shows and leave us some reviews. Whatever you can do to let people know that we exist and that you think our shows are worth a listen. As always, if you want to hang out or even play TTRPGs with us, our Discord link is in the episode description, and all of our links and content are available at Time to Die RPG. Com. Follow us on Reddit at r slash time to die RPG. On Twitter at time to die RPG. Tim the GM is on Twitter at Ida Grab Your Gun. Chris, who plays Ilix, is at Chris Riley LCP. Eric, who plays Lotus, is ES underscore Patty Cake. I'm Brian, the player of Ivo, and I'm at Manly Brian. Your contribution to our show means a lot to us, so thank you all for your support.